Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, this is a birthday message to Susie Smith, who's celebrating her birthday on the 28th. I understand that, like me, darling, you're partial to a gin and tonic, so do have one. One bottle, I mean. No need to go mad. It's your daughter, Kirsty, that's organised this, by the way, darling, so don't blame me. Have a fabulous day, darling. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr. Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. This Week in Ambridge was sponsored by people giving truly terrible advice to other people. Some of it was just bad advice and some of it was unhinged. Either way, it was terrible. Questions I have this week also. Why is Tracy now treating Jazza like one of her children why has chris started speaking with the voice and accent of mackenzie crook and why does jazza keep saying embody we began the week with jazza being brassic entirely normal and harassment thinking which is not normal harassment has gone a bit method with the whole jesus thing and now thinks he is the second coming. He also <laughs> seems to have confused being baptised with castration and kept saying, Fallon, have not been done. <laughs> Maybe he has a yearning to wear one of those big plastic cones like an unhappy dog. <laughs> Fallon was unsympathetic and behaved like most English people do when faced with chat about beliefs and the meaning of life and shifted about uncomfortably while sniggering. She went to ask her mum who told her Christianity was like leather jackets and tennis rackets and should be left in a cupboard. See? Terrible. I mean, has Fallon ever met a Christian before? Most of them are completely normal. If Harrisman announced he was interested in Buddhism, she'd go, oh, wow, that's so amazing. But because he thinks Easter isn't sponsored by Cadbury's, she's having a shit fit. <laughs> Scobie's back! Yay! For Valentine's Day! Good old Scobie! Yay! Who, who is Scobie? <laughs> have we actually met her? At least the poor customers on Valentine's Day who have spent the last two Valentine's Days shut in lockdown with each other, arguing over which one of them said they would be buying the special meal deal and as a result now feel compelled to go out and pretend to have a nice time, have been spared having their evening knackered even further by Jolene singing. So they can sit and listen to Scobie instead. What, whatever a Scobie is. I think it is a she. And I expect it would have sung something romantic. Drum and bass maybe. Jungle. Who knows? As it was, Fallon put the kibosh on it. And so they decided to plump for fat pool blocker playing the spoons instead. No, nope, that would be silly. Instead, they came up with the laziest idea known to man. We cannot be asked to think of anything you might like, so just tell us what you want and we'll do it maybe. How about decent food? 
not having a massive row behind the bar. But the upshot was, inevitably, according to Kenton, going to be the best Valentine's Day ever. For the love of God, will someone stop them saying that, for crying out loud? A, no one in real life ever says it. B, manage expectations. If an average Ambridge event takes place without people actually dying of boredom mid-event, see Bert Fry, <laughs> then that counts as a win. And C, when the actual plan is revealed to us, the listeners, having been promised the best whatever it is ever, we all just go, was oh, that it? One of the ideas was a living board game featuring living board people. Although it would be quite interesting if it was Buckaroo or Kaplunk and Ambridge residents had to cling on frantically to yellow plastic buckets while being flung across the lounge bar of the bull. The next <laughs> idea was a fight with your partner, organised by Jazza and Tracy, and waving your arms around in a chair with Jimmus like aerobics in an old people's home. <laughs> There was a seemingly interminable scene with Leonard explaining the rules of his game, which was very realistic <laughs> and lifelike. In fact, that scene was just as bound-shatteringly dull as it is in real life when someone is explaining the rules of a game you don't even want to play, but you feel compelled to because you feel guilty at not spending enough time with your children. No, 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 no. no. If you have a seven, you can go now. No, no, not that pile. No, put your king down. You said you had the king. Did I not tell you that bit? Okay, start again, start again. We'll run it through again. And then another incident of those things that remind you that you are in Ambridge. Auntie Alish suddenly rang Phoebe out of nowhere to discuss shit shoveling. I don't remember them ever having a conversation, but all of a sudden they sounded very friendly. It's so odd when that happens. It's like finding out your hairdresser is married to your gynaecologist or something. Anyway... They were chatting away while Alice leant up against a picturesque stable block and Phoebe tried to wipe her watering eyes as she emptied the compost loose, as that's what she went to Oxford for. Alice wanted a night out, which Phoebe enthusiastically agreed to and then flew into a panic, immediately having visions of Alice three sheets to the wind drinking Smirnoff on top of the war memorial. So she rang Lily for advice. Lily had clearly been sucking down Red Bull all morning and sounded completely <laughs> off her head, so came up with the idea of bowling and drinking tea with elves in it. I don't know what was in the elves' tea, but it made Alice suddenly think she was an aeronautical engineer. If I was about to clamber aboard an aircraft she'd had to go at, I think I'd rather there was a bit more distance between her and a bottle of Jacob's Creek than there is at the minute. Lily is about to enrol in a course on rural estate management. Of course she is. It's quite easy to get on to. You just need a bit of law, a bit of economics, a bit of surveying, 200 acres and a stately home. And the week's final bit of advice came from Tom. The new inhabitant of the flat above the shop is Chris and little Martha. Stella presumably carries on sleeping in her car or whatever it is she's doing. <laughs> Tom had the utter gall, bless you, to say to Chris that what he needed was a fresh start and a clean break. Really, sausage boy, the man who is working on his parents' farm and living in their house half a mile away from the woman he jilted and got pregnant. Oh, yes. This week's motto seems to be, if you can't do it, tell other people how to. The end. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the sneezing. That's all right. You okay? <laughs> for the distraction. I don't know where they came from. Sounds like must hay have, fever. It must have been you talking about um, Chris and hay fever <laughs> and Wessel Gummidge and... <laughs> all the things Alice, I wasn't Alice. talking about. Yes. <laughs> Alice crushing an aircraft and all that. <laughs> uh, it was such a weird week. It was quite so, grumpy. There was a lot of grumpy people, I thought, this week. In, in my... Um, quite January-ish, I suppose. In my, in my non-notes, you know, yeah. I always start the week by trying to do notes. I've just put dire week <laughs> as the title. <laughs> there, I just thought it was really odd. Mm -hmm. 
like um basically it was everything everything that you said but you made it a lot funnier but it was it was very grumpy well i don't didn't mind the grumpy bits because at least they mostly came from kenton and jolene mm. who were on good form like i don't know there was so much un, there was so much um filler uh, filler yeah like this yeah that all awful, filler no killer that's what awful, it was <laughs> yeah the bowling scene mm-hmm. and that you know cringeworthy sort of like oh well you know if only my life was as easy as knocking down 10 pins yes but i've got a whole lane to get and you're like uh, hang on, are these three girls on a night out? Yes. Or are they practising a theatre and education show? Yes, exactly. Because it was very stilted, wasn't it? And yeah. Sort of, and then the, the worst thing about that whole episode was when it, just before the dum-de-dum-de-dum and it was like, um, yeah, I'm going to do estate management. I'm going to build aircrafts. And it was like, um, what are you going to do, Phoebe? I don't know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's like... Oh my god, what's happened to the drama? Yes. It yes. It was a bit weird. It was it? it was a definite downward skid there. Yeah. Uh it was it that was, bit was incredible. Like... they didn't sound they... like three young women. No, they sounded they sounded like they were twelve mm. or yeah. fifty six. Yeah, they and didn't... really didn't know each other very well yes. at all. But but so when Alice fo- was shoveling shit and phoned, um, also I just found it really annoying the way she had. They kept having to say shoveling muck. Yes. Because she just you wouldn't say shoveling. shoveling shit. Because that's what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, when she phoned Phoebe, and Phoebe was like, um, like, what? Why? Why are you calling? Yeah. Sorry, who is Alice? <laughs> Sorry, Alice. Oh, Alice. Alice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> I guess I'm just calling for a chat. And she was like, uh, oh, okay, okay, great. Um, what do you want? Because that was just odd. And then what was the odd bit where she went, Friday? Oh, no, I'm busy on Friday. But then there wasn't anything, was there? I mean, what? what there were so many things that I thought must be clues to a deeper narrative yeah, and, that was and, about yes, to take off. Yes, and then when she was talking about her tutorial, or meeting yes, up with all her, and yes. she said, was Sunil there? And she yes. went, oh, yes, Sunil might have been there. And I thought, <laughs> what? Who is Sunil? Have no, I missed a thing? No, no, you, no, 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 you must know who that was. So, wasn't that Solly who, um, or Sol, who, uh, Al, uh, what's the name? Blah, 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 Freddie's sister. No, that Lily. was Lily, yeah. Yeah, Lily got off with him, didn't she? And I assume that must be the guy she got off with. No, because he works with her at the kitchen shop. Well, that's what confused me. So how the hell would he be in a reunion okay. of Phoebe's Yeah, so that Oxford. really confused me because she was like, um, was Salil there? And, and, he, and she was like, Salil? And then she was like, yes, yeah, Salil. Salil, <laughs> yes, Salil was there. Oh, so then I thought, mean, yeah. I, thought, I thought, okay, there's so much Salil, that must be Sol, who she got off no. with. No. Oh, so what was... And then, yeah, because then I thought, okay, well, maybe did she meet him on a night out with Phoebe? It was like they'd suddenly jettisoned half the script, but had forgotten to take out lots of the <laughs> linking stuff that went Salil, back to it. It's going to be Rory's bit on the side. That's why they had to flag him up again, because it's the same oh, guy. God. I don't know. There I... was something. Why would they have, unless he was a character that we've just all forgotten about, who Phoebe maybe or went out with. Unless they're just completely mad. Or... I think I'm going for that, to be honest, because there was, was so something... much this week that was, if I hear one more word about that sodding notebook that he's supposed to write down his 
That was one whole episode on yep. receipts. Yeah. A whole episode. I think there was one scene that wasn't about receipts. Maybe it was shoveling shit. Do you shit, think it was sponsored by HMRC this there week? There was something really weird. I think maybe that was it. Reminding people to get their tax returns in. By and the also, of as January. somebody on Twitter said, I can't remember who, again, I'm so sorry. Um, they said... Yeah, we need to credit people. Yeah, oh no. I'm sorry. <laughs> it goes so quick, Harriet. I can't deal with it. Just what change it slightly. What change it slightly, Lucy. Um, whoever it was on Twitter is an extremely clever person. Said, I have an app for my banking and every single transaction is yep. recorded. Why do I need why would I need a notebook? You just need a Monzo card. You or have, any or other Edna, banking app. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, who who, Bobbins, who, who goes to buy a, a little of fruit pastels and then write? I mean, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe I'm being really. Um, and anyway, uh, no one carries maybe sodding you... cash now because you can't because of COVID. But exactly, that's the thing, and you're not going to write fifty nine p in, are you? I mean, <sighs> those sort of transactions, I don't usually note. And I do not believe that Tracy does that. But and and, and how annoying is it that suddenly Tracy, as you said, became the sort of mm, sensible? Yeah. This is the, this is the danger, isn't it, in putting her in a relationship yeah. with Jazz? Yeah. She's she didn't because it was funny when they did that. Um, you know that she, the old Tracy came back when they were pitching that yeah. idea, but there was a little bit of like, oh no, please don't turn her into a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't. But then maybe I don't would. want her to be a pillar of the community. I like her being slightly yeah, feckless. It's good. Um, yes, exactly. And she has bloody fun. None of the other women have fun. But I just didn't know where the, what uh, where that was mm. leading to. Unless it is leading to some sort of cash crisis and yeah, uh, you know, and Jazz are not paying the rent. I, I thought and I thought a, it might be that because he's not paying the rent, it's just going to end up with him moving in with Tracy and they move in together. Well, if her answer to that whole scheme is to buy him a small notebook, then <laughs> she's as bonkers as a scriptwriter's. Um, and also, Jim would have no interest in dancing whatsoever. And why the hell would he want to win a free, n- free ticket to a Valentine's well, Day do when he's single? Why would any of them have put at least two hours work into their pitches <laughs> when the prize is just going to the pub? It's go- going to the they thing can... to do the thing that you wanted to do I anyway. I mean, h- how much is an entry for mirror dancing going to be anyway? £2.50 maybe? So it's just not a good enough prize. No. But 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 I I don't know. I felt I had mixed feelings about the whole Dragon's Den thing because... It was an interesting concept, but it just dragged on, didn't mm. it? It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, like, Leonard's enough. bit was quite funny. Oh, I, I did think because actually, I just think Leonard is a duck, and I would happily listen to him do anything. He, that is, I actually, I wondered if he just had to write his own, his own stuff because when he went, oh, well, it worked in finally. <laughs> or, oh well, we had no problems with it in finally. It's like Alan Bennett's <laughs> just wandered through for a minute. It was like woo, and that then was, he's gone again. It was gorgeous, and I liked. Yeah. I really actually enjoyed that bit where he was going. Yes, and then she took throws to the one. Yeah. To the two. But what happens if it's a three, Leonard? Well, if it's a two, it's a three. It goes back to the beginning again. And I thought, oh my God, please don't go back but to the beginning. But that was saved by the performances because yeah. Jolene and Kenton are so good. They're such a good double act, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, their energy I, is really... It's Apart so from the icky good. bit on the sofa. I know. Oh, 
But that surely was a throwback to shower, wasn't oh, it? Oh, God. That was like a, to get away from Jolene and Sid. They I, had to... I was sitting on my own oh, in the office. Did, uh, the oh. dancing made you a bit stiff there, Kenton. <laughs> Your leg, you said you were uh, feeling stiff. Come closer, Jolene. I can't. I wish I could do those nipple tasseling moves that you're doing. What, a bit closer like this, Kenton? How's your leg feeling now? That's not my leg, Jolene. I can't get it. I mean, it was like, but I actually thought that was, it, it worked because it was them two. I, I listened to it on my own in the office. It was actually not on my own because the dog was with me. And the dog can testify that I went scarlet to the roots of my hair and went, because I didn't want well, to. I know, because I was, I was trying to work out the technicalities of it and the sort of um, blocking of that scene. I couldn't work out what she was doing. No. By also, she wasn't close enough to him to touch him. What was she doing that he couldn't have done? He clearly had his leg up. It was all a bit confusing for yes. me. The composition of it didn't work. And I was so busy trying to work out what they were doing that I, I didn't, I just didn't make me horny at all, Lucy. <laughs> oh, well, I should write in and complain. <laughs> Dear BBC, where, is, where am I supposed to get my but, sexual but gratification to be, but from? To be it's honest, not Kenton it, and Jolene on the sofa. It, it only works because it's Jolene going, what, a little bit closer like this, Kenton. Could you she imagine can... if it's Shula and Alistair? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you mean like this, Shula... Alistair? Shooter and Neil. Neil and Susan, it might work. Yeah. <clears throat> She'd but... just go, put your hand here, Neil, and do it. <laughs> but it was just odd, wasn't it? Like, you're right, yeah. like a mirror chair dance. That's yeah. the sort of stuff you do in auditions for, um, you know, when I used to do uh, theatre and sort of you know very tiny low budget productions and an audition would always sort of involve a sort of physical thing yeah and you i I did genuinely have to like sit on a chair with with an actor in front of me and we had to like mirror each other with our hands and sort of like go into complete abandonment and like just really feel the energy from each other so that in the end we're just like mimicking what each other's doing without even looking at them it's incredible lucy and if you like really go for it and cry at the end, you get the part. Right, okay. Because you're really into it. Mm-hmm. But it's, why would you pay him to go and do that? I have no idea. And how would Jim even know anything about it anyway? I mean, and who would he be doing it with? Exactly. Right point? I think he just wanted to have a go with Sabrina <laughs> as his partner. <laughs> but... I mean, I didn't understand any of no, the ideas no. at all. When we did the Leonard thing and we had the little segue into into uh, Alan Bennettville, that Finally. was that was fine, and I thought good. Yes, me too. And I then enjoyed that. my jaw sort of dropped when I thought, "Oh my god, we're actually going to sit through every single one of the ideas." <laughs> me too. It was what? So boring. It was all so that they could just keep. They just kept going with the Dragon's Den. We're oh. out. Or, and uh, and also, what a sodding cheek. Their job <laughs> is to entertain people in the village. Not just sit there and go, oh, we can't be asked. Just Who's doing do the accounts and running oh. the pub while they're sitting there waiting yeah. for their customers to come to and... To suggest um... things that they could do to amuse them. <laughs> that they then have to go and pay for. Bloody cheek, honestly. But, but that's a... Th- it was one of those weird weeks, wasn't it, where nothing substantial happened. And no. I don't mind a filler week because it's no stress. You know, you don't have to l- hear Alice being drunk and 
Oh, but there was the theology and the back there. There was, as you said, um, yeah, his vasectomy and all that. (laughs) I've not been done. And what the hell? When he said, I can't remember it. (laughs) I can't remember my christening. That's because I was six months old. If I could, that would be slightly weird. <clears throat> yes, yes, that was the problem all along, wasn't it? He said he didn't have any memories. Or was it that he didn't have any photos? I don't know. But actually, I didn't... I, In a way, I was slightly relieved because at least this has... You know, like over Christmas when he did the, like, I, that really annoyed me when mm. he was like, I can't play Jesus. Yeah. And I just thought that was a sort of one-off, you know, like playing, the, doing the sort of... Yeah. You know, doing a bit for sort yeah. of a Christian week. and But actually, the fact that that something that he did have a what's that word conversion to mask damascus conversion damascene conversion that one yeah so he clearly did something like that did happen to him during the play so at least actually there is a proper sort of journey he's really going on a journey but i actually think that's that's quite interesting now but why is Fallon, so frightened by it. <laughs> no, I would have been like that. No, I loved her reaction. I would have reacted. But what? she said, is he going to go around the village knocking on people's <laughs> doors? But that isn't that. I would slightly be a bit... No, I think it's just because Did you think he's... she's going to be a Jehovah's Witness or something? No, but to be fair... I think if you've li- if you if you if you you and your partner are atheists or not or or you know maybe you have a religion but are not religious and then one of you I think I'd be a bit like oh if my husband said to me uh, uh, oh just because so, it's out of the blue isn't it and because I think you feel that they're leaving you behind somehow. Yeah, I get that bit, a... but I was just fascinated by why she thought he would be going around the village knocking on people's because doors. She, because you instantly think of a stereotype, I guess. And you think, okay, is it because they're going to become a bit fundamental? You know, I suppose I suppose there's a sort of view, isn't there, that if if, if you get religion late in life, you probably get you more committed to, to it. A bit than... evangelical. But yeah. even evangelical Christians don't go around knocking on doors. They, they do a bit of mirror dancing, don't they, in uh, church? Oh, <laughs> is that I remember it? going to my cousin's, oh, I shouldn't say on the, do a christening, and it was quite evangelical. <laughs> I was about seven, and everybody was like, you know, we were really getting into it, and, mm. you know, we're sort of dancing with our hands in the air. And I said, Mummy, where's everybody got their hands in the end? She went, they probably need the loo, darling. <laughs> but which is was disrespectful of her and i love going to any church to be honest but especially one that has music and you know of any religion i'd go and just i really enjoy a a communal equivalent of a knees up really isn't Mm. it if it's a good one and you get good music and a bit of dancing and I love all that. Yeah. But but I can see why it would um, frighten you. I can see why if your partner suddenly goes, it's almost like saying, I'm not, I'm not the person you thought I was. And I wonder if it's also tied up with the kids and mm. they're going on. She, she was like, is there something missing mm. from your life? Mm. And I thought, is she worried that, you know, he's not on board with not trying for kids or. Yeah. But you know, now he said, "I want to do this thing that you, that you don't have any interest in." And well, he didn't say that, but you know, I could see what her why she was. Frightened. I just thought it was a. I, I could understand the emotional reaction. I just thought it was a strange vision to leap to 
that he would be wandering around the village no, no, like she John was the trying, Baptist. No, but it wasn't that. She was just trying to make light of it. You know, like you oh. do when you're slightly embarrassed yeah, or yeah, yeah. or it's a bit awkward. Yeah. You sort of go for the like, oh, what, are you going to be yeah. like jumping yes. on the yeah, table okay. and yeah. taking your clothes off? You, 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 you're, she's making light of, it, isn't she? Yes, okay. To check that he's not. Yeah. You know what? It, you, you, you want them to laugh with you and go, totally ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought it was actually a really um, genuinely sort of quite interesting thing. Quite an interesting, uh, uh, different kind of storyline. I'll tell you what I liked. Yeah. The thing that I liked this week. Phil, I, I hope I haven't offended anyone who does enjoy putting their hands in the air because obviously that's... But no, because you enjoy putting your hands I in do. the air. I do. I'll put my hands in the air for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you need a wee. But <laughs> the bit or it's I, a good, good song. The bit I liked this week was when it was... I thought it was just really well done when we just turned up at Chris's house yeah. and he was packing. Yeah. And uh, he just said... Tom said, so you're moving in then? And he went, yep. Yeah. And we hadn't heard all the guff that went before that. Yeah. Normally I moan about not being aware of every time anybody <laughs> in Ambridge farts, but uh, I just really liked that because it was good and it made me go, oh, because it was, you know, there was no fanning around of people misunderstanding or anything like that. Yeah. It just happened. And I yeah, liked but that. I, I was a bit gutted that it wasn't Rob. I was a bit gutted it wasn't more of a celeb name moving in. Rather oh, of course. It's just Chris Chrissy. and Martha. Chris so and Martha. That, does that mean Alice will go back to... Oh, God knows what's going on with her because she now thinks that she can just go and be a... She hasn't been an engineer for about <laughs> six years. So I just loved it when they said... Aeroplanes are more advanced than when she was last designing them. <laughs> There was so much annoying. It's not the like... Wright brothers anymore, Alice. We've moved on. But when she when she sort Aeroplane. of said, "I've I've Aeroplane. never yeah. what so what are you going to yeah. you know they sounded like engineering. a bunch of fucking engineering. lunatics." <laughs> when she said, "So what are you going to engineer then?" And she went, "Well, I like aeroplanes." <laughs> I and I thought it's like listening to a group of six year olds going, was. "Yeah, what are you going to be when you grow up?" I'm going to be a rich business person selling things. I'm hmm. going to be a hairdresser or a man. And yeah. then on Wednesday, I'm going to be an airline pilot, and then I'm going to be a circus performer on Thursday. What are you going to do? It was like, oh my god! But it just made it and just. What are like, you going to do, Phoebe? I don't know. They work in the foreign office and in publishing and um, like graphic <laughs> designers. Um, I I don't know. I was, just, I was like, also, you, Phoebe, you do have a job. You're, you, you I mean. You know, she has a business in a way, doesn't she? Rewilding. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she... the job, does she though? Does she? And then because she's that... doing freelancing, as we no, know. Yeah. Oh yeah, freelancing. There's a lot That's of that. A lot doing. of very, very I busy with the she freelancing. She should have said that to Solilol. I'm freelancing. Solilol. I'm freelancing. Solero. That's it was. Solero. Solero. So, but, but, but what she does in her, is she gets up in the morning and she has her breakfast and then she does a bit of freelancing and then she puts some poo in a wheelbarrow and yes. she, she carries Takes that around the Alice. village for a bit, like a day out. Taking phone poo. calls. Yep, taking phone calls. And then she comes back and then she writes a very, very important proposal, <laughs> which is on a very strict deadline. She has to finish it by four o'clock. It's very important. But I also assume someone mm. has to put the tents up. 
yes and then in the evening that's what she does but, she but if she tents. if that, that's the thing that, right they've got a, ca- a rewilding campsite they've got an, a land haven't they some land yeah and they have a campsite on it so who is she must be doing the day-to-day running of the campsite who is camping in january i know well there is that but she, clearly <clears> someone <throat> is because she's emptying toilets unless it's just her and rex using them <laughs> rex <laughs> <laughs> not like, that one i've just cleaned that one rex it, god it, i imagined those three girls like sitting in a circle doing each other's hair yeah while they making friendship bracelets what they want to be when they grow up and then lilia's like oh my god don't tell anyone but um i was like oh my god what she's pregnant and then she's like i'm going to do land <laughs> Man, i was like why couldn't you tell what is the big secret yeah it, i don't think, think anyone is really expecting you to carry on in the sales kitchen trade yes and then, <coughs> so she's going to do that. And then Phoebe says, I push poo around in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> and my year group don't think that's, that's should really, was as a bit of a waste of a degree from Oxford. <laughs> but no, but I was thinking, it's not. If you're going to make, if you're going to create a, you know, successful, sustainable ecology business, it's really exciting. Don't you do yourself down, love? Why yeah. Why don't you just, you know, actually believe just believe in yourself girl like you can do this whatever it is yes once you've established <laughs> what it is but do they're it. just a crap well. bunch of friends that's what it was they were all they are all too um what's the word pale you know like they weren't they're not none of them are dynamic enough no. to go you, do you know what you know you I don't know. They were just a bit sort of like vague with each other, weren't they? Well, like, they oh, have yeah. to be because... Oh, yeah, you did. You actually did engineering. Well, if you're that good a friend of Alice's, <laughs> surely like you would have said to her three years ago, what about your engineer? You know, it's, yeah. it's annoying in that sense. But then... But that's because they have to keep it vague, don't they? It's too it vague. It sounds ridiculous to us because it is so vague, but it has to be vague because if they get too specific, some bright spark will then email in and go, I think you'll find she's not going to get a job. As a da, da, da. Not with those qualifications, actually. <laughs> I know. really actually thought oh. I might apply for um, a, a position at NASA. They're building a new space station. I'm going to apply. Above I'm going to I'm apply going to, to drive poo round in a wheelbarrow. I think that's more my métier. <laughs> But of a, of a sort of like um, week of nothing happening, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that also made me laugh when, oh my God, when Harrison and Alice had that odd exchange. Yeah. So this went, is where you ask me how I am. Oh my and God. Then I, don't I was know. like, what is it? But he was creepy. He was he like, was. he was like, so you've been avoiding me. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I just, and he was like, no, go on. You know, it was really like, oh my God, this is yeah. actually a bit awkward. So then he was like, so you tell me how this works and she was like it was almost like he'd snogged her i know i thought that too yeah i thought wow i think he's coming on to her but clearly he wasn't if i was alice i would want to be anywhere other than ambridge (laughs) like exactly exactly that's what those group they should have said it's why did they keep avoiding it why didn't Mm. they go um would you not be know, happier like, in yeah, you know yeah have you thought about the, how's how's your relationship with martha what's what's you know mm. what, i know sorry i'm sort of obsessed about yeah. that stuff. but <laughs> yeah, here but we are again ladies and gentlemen 
She has so many other plans. None of them include her daughter. Yep. Poor Chris and Martha just, Martha screaming above a yeah. shop. And Alice is like, bye guys, I'm off to design an aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> Might get a flight one day. Ciao. And Martha's like, eh. That's all right, Martha. Did, t- I could cheerfully. Oh, and then, and then sorry, 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 sorry. I can't not tell you that basically Harrison said this to Alice. So, Fallon tells me you went bald. <laughs> he said, so, Fallon tells me you went bowling. But I heard, so, Fallon tells me you went bald. Is it a side effect of the alcohol, Alice? <laughs> I, if, in my head, that's, all fallen that's out, what Alice. I thought. That's what I thought. For a split second in my head, I was like, oh, she's bald. <laughs> Nobody told us. <laughs> No wonder they've been tiptoeing around her in that bubble tea restaurant. <laughs> they didn't know how to bring it up. But now Harrison, being with God, has brought it up. God. Sorry, Scobie. What a week. <laughs> what, what a week. <laughs> oh. Um, I did think, um, then we're going to shut up and then do the, do oh, the yeah. emails. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I did, no, it's fine. Stuff to do. I, did, I did think that Tom was the epitome of one of those absolutely useless people that comes yeah. to see you when you are... Oh, my God. It's... How annoying. <sighs> Do you know when, what? When you literally don't have a second yeah. to make conversation. And the baby so is busy. sitting in the corner going, ah, ah, about to, you know, eat yeah. its own foot. Yeah. And, and the person is standing there going, well... I'm a bit worried because, of, and you think I don't care. Not now. Either help me or get out. I That's know. you know. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Yeah, but, but yes, it's like right when I walk the dog, yeah, especially ish. when you walk a puppy, you need to really concentrate because even when they're on the lead, because you're trying to yeah, reward like them for, for yeah, you're trying to reward them for doing the right thing, steer them away from doing the wrong thing, distract them, pick up poo. You know, it is very like yeah. having a toddler. Yeah. Or rewilding. Make sure they don't run off. Make yeah. sure they don't run off. And um, I have a few friends who I now will, I've said, I'm not taking you on the dog walk anymore. And... Um, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's like that is it, Lucy. Because they and... don't have, they don't have dogs they themselves. They don't have dogs themselves. And they come on the dog walk <laughs> because they want to stride about Talk talking about you? themselves. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm st- when I go out with my friend Anne, who also doesn't have a dog, uh, I'm like trying to, she, see- she sees, right, Lucy is struggling to put the rucksack back on her back, pick up poo and hold the dog. Yeah. So she just takes the dog from me and we sort everything out without having me having to say, could you do this? Yes. So you just do it. Yeah. And, oh, yes, totally. Yes, and yes, then I've got yes. other friends who just stand yes. there sighing heavily because i've stopped listening to what they're yes, saying yes yes i know i know exactly what yeah. you mean and yeah. that's you know, tom that yes. was exactly what tom was doing yeah no it's the equivalent of if someone you know a sort of a, you know uncle in law or someone mm. in law that you don't see very often uh decides to just pop in at about 6 p.m where you're trying to <laughs> make finish making the kids tea it's yeah where everything's you've got one child already. running around stark naked it, with something exactly. on its head that it shouldn't yeah have. The, there's yeah. A, like a big gas flame yeah. you know yeah and 
and then you're you know and then they they instead of going oh go come back they come in and yeah. then you're like do you, do you want to come do you want to come tea yeah oh yes please it's like no <laughs> that was the wrong answer no. the right answer was i'm sorry I will now leave and possibly take some of your children away with me. The bit, the bit I used to love about that when mine were little, little, mm. was people doing that and then saying to me, you know, you really look tired. You really ought to look after yourself. And I nearly used to batter people with... They'd sit there going, should we have a glass of wine? And I'm like, no, we want yucca. You have a glass of wine. There's yeah. the bottle, there's the opener. Find a glass. I'm going yeah. upstairs to do yeah. bath time and yeah. everything else. Yeah, your best oh. friends come in and go... Yes. Oh, I'll make us a cup of tea yes. and then I'll feed your yes. baby yeah. while you go. And or I will at least watch CBeebies with it and yeah, make ex- interested ex- noises every yes, now and again. Ex- exactly. Yes. Or, and then, or I'll just pour us some wine or I'll just, oh, do you know what? I'll just sit in the corner and look at yeah. Instagram and then when you're ready, let's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It is very often not men. That yes, that. actually it is. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry, it, men. Yes. Not all men, yes. etc. the person in but my head men, came round. Yes. Was it, and was annoying was a man. Yeah. And the, <laughs> yes. the irritating dog walking companions men. are men. Yes. <laughs> anyway, got off track. <clears throat> Sweeping generalizations aside. This is my favorite bit. I know. Have you got your snacks and your canapes and your drinkies? No, I haven't. I've got we... a drink. I've got oh. a. Oh, an actual alcoholic one. Yes. I'm off the old antibiotics. I've got a black sheep ale and it's lovely. Oh, cool. That's yeah. quite archesy. Yeah. Isn't it? Sort of trendy archesy. <clears throat> trendy archesy. That's Ooh, me. I like it. Now, um, for those of you that were following our uh, uh, medical episode last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. <clears throat> Sorry. We, are, we have been on the phone to our lawyers. <laughs> yes. And um, to anyone that took our advice or was concerned <laughs> that they may have spinal fluid leaking out when they blew oh. their nose or it was so awkward. I listened back and cringed. Yeah, didn't follow Harriet's <laughs> advice of tasting it to find out what it was. Um, <clears throat> we've had somebody who maybe is a doctor. I don't know. She, he, he hasn't said what he is. So for all I know, he may be, he may be equally as... Oh, no, he says he's a radiographer. Okay, that's fine then. We'll listen to him. Sub- somebody on Borchester FM. <laughs> Pleurisy, uh, Steve Barry. Pleurisy is different to pneumonia. Pneumonia is infection in the lung itself. Pleurisy is between the lung and the chest wall. Brain fluid, which is not good to be exiting by nose or ear, <laughs> is I think it's brain liquid. I think you'll find it's called properly, actually, Steve. Um, I think he's who's the radiographer, Lucy. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Bro spinal fluid, known as CSF. DJ Steve says it bathes the brain and the spinal cord. Did you know that your brain needed a bath? I did not. It does feel lovely and relaxed. Dirty thinking, that's what makes you need to bathe <laughs> your brain. In terms of less anatomical opinions, I find the Alice and Amy thing quite difficult. It is all well and good to say everyone should give Alice a chance. Blah, blah, blah. To say everyone should give Alice a chance, but there are a lot of people who would find that very difficult and need to look after themselves. Not Sabrina Thwaite, but Ed, Rury and others have good reason not to trust her. Quite yeah. right. Yeah, especially Ed. Lastly, to use an older expression than some of the new euphemisms you come up with, what is or has there ever been to suggest that Ruth is on the bus to Hempton Bridge? 
She ran after a cowman, I seem to remember, but has never shown any interest in other women, has she? Keep up the good work. Regards, he Steve. was called Sam, which could be a girl's name. He did sound quite gruff he did, for a girl. But he could and have I been think a he girl. had a willy, which would make him <laughs> She never mentioned girl. it. Um, she, no, she didn't. She, was, she kept very quiet about that. Yeah, um, she, didn't, she didn't go in the hotel, did she? In no, the end? no she, she sat in a pile of loose chippings and had a cry. Um, I think that you are quite right. I do not know why that she might be. No, because um, we had all, we were given Lady all those indications. Mm, the North Face. North Face. But admittedly, <laughs> that bit was. Admittedly, that was I supposition. Have a North face. <laughs> do you? Are you on the bus to Hebden Bridge? Well, I'm thinking I might be one day. Who knows? Well, it's you know, always good to develop new interests, Harriet. Exactly. I don't want to get bored. No. So, um, it's not purple, though. Is this after your husband has decided to become a Christian and go knocking on people's doors demanding that everybody... If he decides that, I'll, to be honest, I'll probably join him because I do, in, as I said, I do enjoy a sing-song. <laughs> I've got no okay. problem with it. <laughs> But yes, anyway, I do hope that uh, that 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 Stella is on the bus to Hebden Bridge with Ruth because that would be very interesting, I think. Hmm. Uh, and thank you for the medical information. So yes. there you are. You can all write to Steve instead and ask him about medical things and not uh, about us. Bath bathing, bath bathing, bathing baths. brain baths. Yeah. Yeah. Brain um, baths. Right. <clears throat> Catherine Palazzola has said. Oh, oh yeah, Palazzola. Si, si, si. Please do call me Katie. Catherine oh. is my most formidable grandmother. <laughs> I think it's probably time to tell you I'm not actually that Italian. So we've got an Australian who's not Australian and an Italian who's not Australian. <laughs> Just a smidge. So I'm afraid baby, baby Josie's... Smidgino. I'm afraid baby Josie's full name is Giuseppina. not Giuseppina. Oh, she's a Josephine peccato. and she's about to have a birthday. I can't wait to get her her very first birthday blouse, she says. Thank <laughs> you for keeping the laughs coming. Love from us both. Hello, Katie and um, Josie. And enjoy your oh. your blouse. Ciao, la piccola, Giuseppina, <laughs> ah, Carina, auguri per il compleanno. Grazie. <laughs> Rupert's just bought me a drink, actually. So I can good, tell. That's a good sign. It's a good sign. <clears throat> right, we now have yeah? an epic missive from Mr. Tom Peach. Hi, Tom. To epic, my favourite epic, ladies. Epic, epic missive. And yep. Mr. Newbo. Mm-hmm. Mr. Newbo. <laughs> Alice uh, wants to go for a night out, but not get outside a coldie. Maybe she should just have a go on the pokies with Alistair. Is that Australian? Uh, well, either that or he's she's having a stroke. I'm not quite sure what he's talking about. <laughs> Kenton and Jolene never convinced me as a couple. She's got a big set of brass ones and he's weaker than a pommy cricketer. Too soon? Yes. And now they're getting the village to choose their own Valentine's Day fun. Here in Oz, Valentine's Day is as smashed as an avo between Australia Day, also known as Invasion Day, and Anzac Day. Two days where we celebrate what happened when Aussies got off boats with mixed results. Traditional Aussie Day activities include the ever-popular thong-throwing, yabby racing, and the new game of pin the vax on the tennis player. I think we all know what Stella will be choosing as however Valentine's Day fun. Mm. In other local news, we have been hit by the smallest tsunami in the world, and we had the hottest temperature ever recorded in Oz, a whopping 50.7 degrees. Oh, my God. Here in Illawarra... It's a cold 21 here today. I might have to put on trousers. It's that bloody cold. 
Um, he says, have a lovely week, ladies and Mr. N, Mrs. Peach and the three Peachlets send their love. Uh, hi, little Peachlets. And for Pat, who wanted to hear the crow, which I deleted, yeah. he sent it again. So this, ladies and gentlemen, is the mournful crow as recorded by Hi Tom. Hi Tom. Caw! 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 That is not a crow. It's not a crow. That's a Tom. That. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. Pat. <laughs> that is Pat doing an impression of what the crow sounds is that like. Pat? Yep, this is the real crow. That was a good impression. I know. Hold on one sec. I've got to. Because at get first it I thought that's thing. a bird. Did you? Yeah. My God, she's like, who was that old fella who used to do all the bird? Percy thingy, Percy thrower. You wouldn't remember him. I, I don't remember him. Who is he? Too old. Um, too young. I'm too young. You just said you were too old. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> you just said you were too old. Ha 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 ha. Right. This is the show. <laughs> during the podcast i thought it sounded like baby martha actually <laughs> that is hilarious and not mournful in no it sounds very cheerful i thought but it, that literally sounds like someone having a right old laugh yeah a bit it? drunk cackling Jolene outside a pub laughing at yeah Clinton's or lillian Jiffy. lillian's laughing yeah <laughs> darling <laughs> oh eddie you cracked me a right up What's this about Kenton's leg, darling? <laughs> I don't want to think yeah. about Kenton and his stiff oh, he got leg. a bit stiff when he uh, did his leg kicks too high. Oh, that old story. <laughs> <laughs> Finished? We've yeah. had the shortest email in the world now from Alexandra oh. Townsend, oh. who says, This is so sweet. I told my husband I had emailed you and he was a bit miffed that I had not signed him off in my last email too. So here it is, Alex and David. (laughs) Hi, David. (laughs) Hi, Alex. (laughs) So sweet. Oh, Um, I like that. Sarah Kellaway. I have just listened to Thursday's episode while driving. It should have come with a warning as I did not have a sick bag ready. Luckily, I was able to just about keep my breakfast down throughout Jolene's moves on Kenton. But for any people from Suffolk who were driving past me, wondering why a woman in a very dirty MG had a frozen grimace on her face like she'd just walked in on her parents doing it, that was me and I apologise. If I was a scriptwriter right now, I'd be saying, cringe, but even I know it's not 2004 anymore. Lots of love, but not in a gross Jolene way, she says at Sarah Kellaway. I nearly said closer, Sarah. (laughs) Jose Groline, then. (laughs) Closer still. (laughs) It was more that it wasn't that. It was Kenton going, what a bit, a bit closer. It was. (laughs) Kenton was thinking, my luck is in. I have done nothing to deserve this at all. It's not my birthday. It's not Valentine's, and I didn't do the dishwasher. (laughs) What is going on? been at work all yeah. week because I've been pretending to be a dragon. <laughs> <Rawr>. <laughs> and Virginia O'Rourke, who says, what a funny old week it's been on the arches. I'm yes. slightly baffled by the Harrison storyline. I do appreciate that we can all have moments that pivot us in entirely new directions, but the way Harrison has seemingly rethought the role of religion in his life seems less reflective and more reactive. 
Was this really the result of Linda's passion play? Surely a rash or hypothermia were enough for the character. I was even wondering if the writers were aiming for comedy with the breakneck pace of his conversion and that baptism discussion and missed the mark. But no, they appear to genuinely have this character, of all characters, undergo a religious conversion. Why can't Harrison be a happy, child-free agnostic or atheist? Why can't Ian Fallon be the contented counterpoint to every Chris and Alice or Tom and Natasha? If any character needs a religious conversion, please let it be Tom. Uh, how does a US WhatsApp group sound? Or if a Facebook group is underway, let me know how to help out. This podcast is my favourite of the week and I'm happy to help out in any way. Jin, um, thank you for Jinyar. Because I think Fallon will end up being the only sort of one man standing at, at, at the end of the series of The Archers. Only Fallon will just be normal, sensible, con- Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean the end of the series of The Archers? Do you know something we don't? There's an end? It's like climate change and that, Lucy. When they're all flooded. We go back to Route B because they're all underwater. (laughs) They're all getting yachts to one another's. Yeah, you see? They should have bought that yacht because they didn't realise it could come in very, very handy. Um, They can row up Lakey Hill. I know, I know what she means. But also, but it was funny when, um, the funniest bit was when Fallon was, <laughs> Harrison was like, yeah, because you know, like when um, Moses was baptised and she was like, you mean Roy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the line was. You know, when, I can't, yeah. which, oh, I can't think of another religious character. Was baptised, you mean Roy? <laughs> Right, yeah, Roy was <laughs> baptizing me, but she was like, "You've literally yeah. been in a play, and now you think it's real." <laughs> but again, which is, but I, I liked the contra. I liked her being like, "This is so weird for me." I know you found that odd, but I liked her sort of like. Uh, disbelief in a way yeah well she was sort of speaking truth to power this week wasn't she Fallon because she she actually said to Jolene and Kenton yeah well it's just same old thing in it that you do every year you know it's just getting that old bird into the sink and (laughs) you know yeah she's fine she'll do the same old tunes won't she and they were like what 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 they went yay Scooby and then thought oh actually no she'll be fine she'll be fine it'll be fine what that's that's why Fallon is and that's I guess why Harrison having this conversion yeah they have they are a really grounded couple aren't Mm. they and and yes it it, to to upset the apple cart is a bit it's a bit I can see why it it's a bit um upsetting Mm. because they are a great grounded normal sort of yes yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've, I've lost the plot. Nah, 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 I'm, nah. I'm Sarah. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I totally do. Shall I give it a bit of this? When when you finished a, a rant, I should do, do, do that. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a bit like a cat. Shut up. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Have you finished that podcast yet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now. We are going to cross over to the Radio Borsetcher Studios where Fabrice Felpersham is giving us a spring-style masterclass. God help us all. (laughs) 
And now on Radio Borsetshire, Style Tips with Febreze of Felpersham. Radio Borsetshire. If you mean microphone, you need to say so, please. I have been thinking who Mike was. I thought he was that man with the funny trousers on reception. Of course he is alive. Oh, I am alive. Now? Hello, listeners. Here is Febreze looking like I just stepped out of the salon. Because I have. Today we are talking about your new spring self. One of my clients came in the other day and as I was doing her highlights, she wanted fawn to match her cardigan, she said she wanted to make a new beginning for spring, inside and out. Well, first, Mrs... Oh, I must not say her name because of confidentialness. So I shall say... Yes, Mrs. Uh, Lebden Hoyd, I said you must think about not smelling like an horse, because that will make you feel sad and other people feel sick. Then you must give yourself a juge. Fabrice will do what he can, I said, but these are hands, they are not wands. You must help yourself. Have you thought about regular facial? I like to have a facial at least once a week, more if Declan has some time off from sofa workshop. Get a better bra, as that will make you look one and a half stones lighter, or at least, as they will be up under your chin, people will be so busy looking at them, they won't notice your stomach. Also, stop wearing clothes from Marks and Spencer per una. Per una means for one woman, you know, and that is because only one woman likes the clothes, and she is a bonker. Squoze yourself into little tiny leather trousers from All Saints. You won't be able to breathe, but you will look like Claudia Winklepicker. Well, okay, said Mrs. Lebdenhoid, but what about inside my house? Everything is all untidy and chaos things everywhere. Well, I said first, you have to think about who you are and how you live in your space. You are posh and live in the country so you can live in a big mess and people call you eccentric. If you were in the town, they would call the socials and put you in an home. So that is okay, but if all the chaos things are getting you down now, you must have a decluttering. She looked very surprised at this. I do not think she know what is a decluttering. It is Marie Condom, I said. Marie Condom says you must hold up all your bits and say, Do this set fire to joy, and if it do set fire to joy, then keep it. If it do not, if it is like a bongy old clock that is 300 years old or some boring old oil painting of a fat cow, then you throw it in the bin. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is decluttering. So now, Febreze must return to his salon. It is all busy, busy. I left Kelly Marie working on some blackheads with a suction pump and drainer blocker. But remember, whether you are taking in a show or putting out the bins, think chic, not shula. (gasps) Oh no! Now I have ruined the confidentialness. Cut, cut. Radio Borsetshire. Our, thank you very much, Febreze. We look forward to hearing you next week and congratulations on bagging the show. Uh, our newest Patreons are, oh, guitar, guitar, sorry. Hang on, do you want it in D? Oh, hang on. You twanged your G string. Yeah, I'm twanging my. Oh no, it's me. Okay, I'll do it in C. Okay, okay. You gotta give it the. Gotta give it the uh, list. Our newest patreons are. 
Julie, Charlotte, Melanie. <laughs> oh, hang on. Da, da, dee, 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 dee. Right, start again. Julie, Charlotte, Melanie, Martin, Sean and Kirsty, Alex, Alexandra, Pippa, Jen, Sue and Joshua, Jane. <laughs> Sorry, just Jane. Be, you remember, you got an afterthought. It just came out that way. Sorry. I was I was sight reading. Yes. Let me just do it quickly. See. Julie, Charlotte, Melanie, Martin, Sean, and Kirsty, Alexander, Lauren, Alexandra, Pippa, <laughs> and Jen, Sue, and Joshua, and Jane. <laughs> I like Alexandra. <laughs> but you wasn't even put a comma between Sean and Kirsty. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Grammar police. Sean no, Sean and At Kirstie. least it's not grammar police. I think I'm trying to write a song here. And if Is it's Sean Kirsty, that's like different to Sean Kirsty. Okay. It's like, is it two beats? Is it one beat? Is it quaver, semi quaver? I mean, Are you mirror dancing at the moment? Yeah, I am. Are you? I, want, I hope you're mirroring me. <laughs> I am doing gestures, yes, but I don't think Thank they're. Thank you for becoming a on, on, on. If you donate a lot of money, Harriet won't sing. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Scobie, and you can catch me in the bull on Valentine's Day. <laughs> if you I would like, like to for become an unrehearsed, unrehearsed. I'm... Yes, because no. you did say you weren't going to send me this. My name is Lucy Scobie. I'm sorry. I'm Fine. sorry. Fine. <sighs> um. Yes. Uh, okay, where have we got to? <laughs> if you would like to become a Patreon, just go to patreon.com and then search for You can Ambridge. request not to have your name sung. <laughs> and then search for Ambridge on the couch and follow the instructions. Um, or you can give us a nice review on iTunes, which is oh, also yeah. splendiferous. Thank you. And... Um, I'm always doing this voice now. Oh, I can't think of anyone else. Uh, blah, 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 blah. In the meantime, if you would like to contact us, you can email ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter, or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at newbiecouch. And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us and have a lovely week. And playing us out this week, as commissioned by Harriet, is Matt Rodriguez Payne's Pride and Prejudice version of the Archers theme. Are you ready? I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's P&P and the Archers. Stand by for P&P. Oh, &P. my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't ruin it for me. Sorry. Right. Ready, steady. Yes, I'm so excited. Go. Oh, my God. I'm actually crying. <gasps>
Did you have oh. visions of Colin Firth stepping out of a... All I saw was Mr. Darcy. Yeah. Until Roy came on at the end. But <laughs> until that... Waving a crucifix about. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how happy that made me. My heart... I, my, my heart literally pounded at the oh. beginning of that. Because that theme tune makes me so happy. And the arches makes me quite happy. But like together, that's like a beautiful combination. Oh my god, how uplifting and beautiful! It's so clever. Thank you thank, so much, thank Matt. Thank you so. Honestly, Matt, I felt really emotional listening to that. I can tell she's got all goose pimply. I can hear it in her voice. I did, I did, and I wanted to sing along, but I didn't want to ruin it for everyone. You did a bit. I could hear you. I know, but I wasn't bit. sure if that would come off. Well, the, I hope the listeners don't hear that. Isn't it beautiful though? It really is. I love that theme tune. I love that. That and the Archers would be my Desert Island discs. Really? And and that single that Scobie did in 1987. They'd be my Desert Island discs. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. I would definitely have because it because like you know Mr. Darcy and Lizzie and. All of them. I was so in love with all of them. Oh, yeah, I love it. Do you ever watch it still when it's on like gold? And no, I listen and... to the abridged reading by D. <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> That's where there's this funny bit where um, what's the name? Oh, uh, you know the guy, girl from Silent, Amelia Fox's mum, Joanna Davis. Yes. <laughs> There's this funny scene, and she just so because sometimes it's so overacted, or yeah. And there's a bit where she just turns to Lizzie and she says, um, something like, uh, can you imagine yourself living in this beautiful house at Pemberton? And Lizzie says something, and then Joanna David just does this really sort of awkward turn and goes, Can you not? <laughs> and you have to find <laughs> it in the series, and you'll see what I mean. It's like acorn antiques, <laughs> can you not? And then they all walk stiffly off. <laughs> And you can basically hear the director going, catch. <laughs> Above the noise of all the corsets creaking oh, as they head back to the house. funny moments in it. When you, look, when, you look, when you watch it now, some of it is hilarious. My favourite bit of, it's my, that's my favourite bit of any bit in, in proper, uh, well, not proper literature, but literature that isn't funny like P.G. Woodhouse type stuff. Yeah. Is um, when she tells, when Elizabeth tells um, Lady Watsit to shove it. <laughs> that Lady is my favourite. Lady de Berg. Yes. De Berg. <laughs> Don't you turn your back on me. And she says, if I want to marry him or not, it's no bugger's business but my own, basically. And I was like, hooray! And when, um, Mr. Collins, I can't, oh, what's that brilliant actor's name? I can't remember, but in, from the 90s, Pride and Prejudice. I mean, it's like the funniest yeah. performance ever in the world. Yeah. He is so, so, it's so spot on. It's a gift of a part, that is. It yeah. really is. It's brilliant. <laughs> but the way he delivers it with sort of yeah. slightly sweating yeah. and with his greasy hair. <laughs> and, and when he just works his way Mr. through the sisters. It's like... <laughs> Pride and Prejudice podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Matt. Thank you so much. Just in case you didn't realise how <laughs> how thankful we are. <laughs> that was totally amazing. And yes. Jennifer Ailey, you know who's Lizzie? Yeah, is American. Is she? Yeah. Let me just double check this fact. I'm pretty sure she, but she went to Rada and she um basically you know sort of lost her accent. 
because she was in yeah she's american wow oh, her, mother, her mother is english okay but i think she was you know her natural voice mm. is american anyway because she was in the chamomile lawn as well and she, she was, was amazing oh my god that was stunning as well i just remember her in the bath drinking champagne saying it's marvelous darling so many parties that's all i can remember so many parties <laughs> oh matt you've really surpassed yourself i don't think you could i don't think for me that will always be my favorite so you don't have any commissions for him for next week no no he do you think he's probably cough. lying down in a darkened room with a cloth on his head thinking oh god i wish i'd know, never said i'd do this you work really hard on that <laughs> where can you go after that the that clangers i'm suggesting Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah yeah all right you have that lucy I'll thank you <laughs> magic roundabout no okay i'll just stick to p and p yes well you've made an old lady very happy obviously <laughs> you what you and yes we better go now haven't we yeah sorry better 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 bye bye um, everybody have bye. a lovely week thanks so much for coming bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.